Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today, we have a special episode for you. We are right in the middle of basic training, and basic training is a course that's been collaborated between the White Light and Joshua. It's a course that will get everyone on the same page to raise their perspective. It's created for everyone, no matter where you are on your spiritual journey or what your finances are, what your time constraints are. It's designed to fit everyone's situation. And in this episode, we bring in the white light to talk about a few subjects in week three. Before we start, we have a retreat happening here in the Joshua House in North Carolina. It's going to be between May 4th and May 8th. We have a couple spots left. We have three bedrooms left. So if you'd like to hear more about that, you can go to the website or you can send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And we will be starting a new round of boot camp and basic training on April 10th. If you're interested in that, also send me an email. Until then, you can also look at the uh, seven-day course on the website. It's normally $79, but if you use the coupon code 50OFF, you'll receive $50 off of that. There's also a new meditation called Neutrality that you can get. You can get free meditations, and you can also get the audiobook, A Perception of Reality. We're also going to announce a few in-person workshops around the country. We are planning on going to Orlando, Dallas, LA, San Francisco, Vancouver, Chicago, New York, and Toronto. So if you'd like more information about that, let me know. Also, if I didn't mention where you live, send me an email. And if you're interested in coming to a workshop, and if there's enough people, maybe we'll come by where you live. We're also thinking of going to Paris also in the summer. We'll do Joshua channeling, the white light channeling, and Christy doing her medium stuff. So it'll be an all-day event on a Saturday. So uh, think about that, and hopefully we'll see you. Please remember to like, subscribe, and leave a review, leave a comment, do all that wonderful stuff you do, share it with your friends. All right, without any further ado, let's get started. All right, let us know when you're ready. Ready. Okay. So we're going to go through a few concepts uh, that I think a lot of people are interested in. And the first one we're going to talk about is the law of attraction. In the basic training, the concept of the law of attraction is the basis of the universe and physical reality is attraction. Like attracts like in the form of vibration. Everything in physical reality is vibration. The law of attraction, which is neutral, brings together all like vibration. Everything is attracted and nothing can be repelled. Once anything has been attracted, it combines to form a new attractive vibration. Therefore, the law of attraction is always creating that which is new. It is, in essence, the generator of the universe and the engine of expansion, as it is always combining vibration to create something new. One plus one never equals two. It always equals a new one with a new vibration. Yes. This is something that we played with Christy about for quite some time, giving her the equation for everything until she came to us and said, this made no sense. And we explained there are no numbers in the non-physical. These are only physical concepts, the idea of numbers, and that one plus one never equals two. It is always a greater one. And this is a basis for explaining this, somewhat this law of attraction and this idea that as you move through this physical reality, you are consistently expanding. You are not ever repelling. You are never losing anything. And as you attract, this just becomes part of your vibration. You become a greater one. This physical reality this inside this universe is a platform for discovery. And what you want to discover is who you are. What we want to discover is who we are. And you are here doing that on behalf of all of us, on behalf of each other. You are one and the same. This law of attraction is one of many laws of the universe that are constantly at play, but it is the one that gets the most attention in this physical reality because it appears to be that thing that will give you everything that you think you lack. And this is simply not the law of attraction. Like attracts like, and there is also a vibrational match that would be somewhat as a puzzle piece, the banker and the bank robber. 
This is not an exact vibration, but it is a match. And this is what the law of attraction is doing for you, for us all of the time. It simply is. It is this like attracting like to create new worlds, to create new dimensions, new experiences, new objects, new everything. And as you desire something it is to let it go then at that point and possible when you desire anything, an interaction, an experience, an object, it is, it is immediately. This is who you are. This is your power. And those of us in the non-physical enjoy it immediately in every way that you create it, a perfect match to your desire. You do not even know the perfect match to your desire. So what best to do but to want it and then let it go because this system, this law of attraction can deliver this to you in a way that you could not imagine. Your vibration that you are offering, that you are setting out is simply your perspective on yourself. This is all that it is. There is literally nothing outside of you. We want you to hear that. There is nothing outside of you, nothing. It is all inside and you are reflecting out and you believe that you see it with your physical eyes, but there is nothing there. This law of attraction simply matches this vibration, this perspective that you are offering and shows to you experiences you are reflecting it. Do you see the loop that we are describing? This law of attraction reflects to you. It brings to you, yet you are doing it from the inside. Nothing is out there. So when you desire something, this desire is inside you. And it is created immediately. It is there. It is your perspective that does not allow you to see it. This time and space allows for some ability to get comfortable with this idea of what you want and gives you time to become a vibrational match so that it makes sense to you. You do not desire the car and the car falls on you immediately. You have this time to get used to the idea, get accustomed to it. But if you understood what was really going on, you would simply do nothing but maintain the highest perspective you could. You would pay attention to these emotions and you would maintain your perspective above all. You would demand to feel good because how you feel is letting you know your vibration, your perspective. Do you understand? Yes. And so a manifestation event is also a, in a circumstance that's attracted, a situation that's attracted. In order to help us discover what our perspective is, and then if we can see the underlying limiting or empowering belief behind that manifestation event, what it's pointing out, this then allows us to shift to a perspective that then is closer to the vibration of what we want. So part of that journey to come from where we are now in our perspective that is lacking or is absent of what we want, in order to get to that perspective, a lot of times the easiest way for the universe to do this or for our, our inner selves to do this is to get us involved in some event that causes some emotion. So then we can then step back from that and take a look at why we were resisting it or why we think it's wrong or bad and adjust that belief that would then help us raise our perspective, get us closer to that vibration. So the law of attraction is also creating these events as well. Law of attraction is not creating anything. You are creating everything. You have chosen your life and your life path and your experiences prior to your birth. What is going to happen is always going to happen. This 
perspective that you offer allows you to see what you see. This perspective is your vibration. Therefore, what you see forming in front of you in physical reality is attracted based on this perspective. This way that you have begun to understand, to teach, to share with one another that this manifestation event that brings you negative emotion is a gift, is a beautiful and wonderful way to understand this and look at this from your human perspective. It is quite a bit more simple than this. It is that you have a perspective on yourself in your reality and an event occurs. This event is always neutral. And remember, we told you, there is nothing outside of you. There is nothing out there. When an event occurs, when an experience occurs, when an interaction occurs, this is a reflection of your perspective. This is neutral. This event occurs and you see it. If you find in a moment that you can judge anything in any way, then you have discovered a limitation. This limitation is causing the perspective. It is causing what you see. It is very simple. Nothing is anything but neutral. There is nothing there. Your perspective is causing you to see what you believe it is. And is that literal? Is that a thing that's always going to happen? That experience that's always going to happen? Is it the same experience, yet you have a choice to experience it from a limited perspective or a higher perspective? Or does your higher perspective create a similar experience that is now different than what it would be had you had a limited perspective? For instance, let's say you have a limited perspective and you have an experience of a car crash but you have somehow raised your perspective and that experience then turns into a wedding. Is that what you're talking about? This is what we are saying. Okay. There is nothing out there. So the experience itself is just an experience, but how you perceive it or how you, the vibration you're at or the perspective you're at creates an experience that matches that perspective. This is true. We have explained it to Christy in this way. There are two possibilities of viewing an experience. You can be lying in a hospital bed on your back, surrounded by people that you do not know, feeling pain, feeling alone, feeling scared, looking at fluorescent lighting and dim, dark surroundings, smelling medicine and cleaning solution. Or you can be lying on your back on a beach in Tahiti, surrounded by those you love, laughing and drinking cocktails and smelling the salt air. This experience is going to happen. The way that you see it is what changes. Okay, perfect. Does anyone have a question? I got a question. Yes. So um, white light. So I have been going through a significant number of, of enlightening and wonderful manifestation events. And I think where I was getting stuck was, was my attachment to how the evidence needed to unfold to the fact that I was proving that limiting belief false. I was stuck within the exact same circumstances that caused the limiting belief to be identified. And then I went back to the same circumstances and looked for those circumstances to change without opening my mind and seeing all the other things that were changing around me, I was stuck trying to say, why didn't that exact circumstance change? I had an attachment to it. Is, was that where I was missing? Is, is, can you talk a little bit more about the evidence isn't always attached to the manifestation event that caused you to identify the limiting belief, if that makes sense? It does. We can feel the vibration in your question. And we have been with you through these experiences and these events. And your perspective has shifted a great deal in this time. 
the evidence that you see is always a reflection of your perspective, your focus upon the evidence, this moment where you zoom in tightly on one thing. This then focus perspective becomes very important. This moment of coming in closely rather than stepping back by a thousand feet and looking at the experience, the interaction in its entirety is a fine thing to do. But when you focus in this area, then this is what you will want to address. You will want to notice. Now, we have spoken with Christy recently about this idea that the reflection that you see is showing you your perspective. And it is okay to understand that you see this picture and you recognize where your perspective is a bit askew in the moment. And when you recognize that and you wish to adjust your perspective in this moment, you are wishing to change the picture. And yet the desire to change the picture is the very thing that will keep the picture staying the same. This feels a bit to her like a paradox and she does not understand. And this is what you are speaking of as well. This looking at the vision in its entirety and seeing that many things have changed and this picture is reflecting to you many things that you like to see that comfort you, that let you know of your progress and your shift and your perspective. Yet there is one area within this picture, one focus perspective where you seem a bit stuck or this continues to occur over and over again. And this is fine. This is where you all are. Your perspectives are shifting. You are among the highest on your planet in perspective and understanding this mechanism of physical reality. In this moment that you accept that what you see is perfect. It is perfect in that it is the reflection of your perspective. This acceptance is enough to know the work then, to see that, ah, my perspective is a bit low here. I will go in, I will see where I am limited. Begin to notice when you do this. Begin to notice that you limit those that you interact with. When you see this and you recognize this and you go in to do this work, to look at what perhaps you believe that is limiting you, and then look for a change in that picture, be aware. Be aware that you are looking for the change. This is where you get tricked. This moment of taking score and saying, it has not changed yet. Have I done enough work? It has not changed yet. Have I done enough work? We'll simply slow this down for you will slow your experience of it down. You see this focused perspective, it is fine that you continue to look, but perhaps if you back away and look at it in its entirety and see that entirety as evidence of your perspective shift, give yourself some love, give yourself a pat on the back, recognize that you have done the work and that you are feeling better. And that there is nothing that the universe owes you in any way. It is simply law. You are who you are. You are God. And you demand to feel good. You demand to see what you want to see. And that is fine. This taking score that it has not arrived yet is the tricky part. Do you understand, Jerry? Very much so. Uh, thank you so much. That was fantastic. Anyone else have a question about this or a comment? I have a question for, for White Light. The concept of there is nothing outside of you, that it's all projected by the inside. I'm finding that quite unsettling 
is there anything you can say that yeah it just that it feels really um unsettling any thoughts white light thank you as it does in this human perspective where you believe that you are separate you believe you are separate from us you believe that you are separate from each other this idea that what you are seeing is an illusion when you hear those words and you begin to understand it intellectually this is fine for you to say this is fine for you you can cope with this but when we explain to you today that there is nothing out there the only thing that is real is you and each other you are each other the things that you see this tree this table everything in your reality is light it is light energy and these things that you see in physical reality are simply crystallization of that energy in a moment it is constantly changing you change the energy behind it and the object that you see changes there is nothing there other than light and energy we understand that in the first moment that you hear this it is unsettling but when you begin to recognize the freedom in this and that nothing is serious nothing nothing at all this is a playground for you to make of it whatever you want and you are doing that in every moment recognizing that it is not real will not change it it will help you and all of you are ready for this in this moment to understand that your power is in how you see what you are projecting you are that powerful there is nothing but when you look at it it is this entire world it is the store the bank the clothes you're wearing it is your car the driveway the buildings the street it is everything because that is what you see it is what all of you have agreed to see the unsettling will only last for a moment or two and you will recognize that it isn't going anywhere you will not fully believe this you cannot from your human perspective you cannot fully believe this because you can touch it you can taste it you can smell it this is the power of this illusion but our words are meant to comfort you and to let you know that you are everything and nothing you are powerful all of you you are creating it in every moment there is nothing there so why not enjoy it why not enjoy what you see why not love the experience why not see the perfection why not accept that it is just showing up there for you all of this is for you because that is who you are when we look thank you in your background there and see the chandelier are we all creating that chandelier or are we each creating that chandelier individually and maybe the chandelier has a set of rules, so we're seeing something similar, but we're not exactly seeing the same thing. You are not seeing anything similar at all. You are each creating what you see. Many of you did not see it. Many of you will not recognize anything in the background. It is all unique to you. Everything that we agree upon is unique to us if you gary draw a tree the way a tree looks to you and you show that tree to jim that tree will look to jim just like a tree 
because you have agreed that what you see is a tree and what he sees is a tree, but you have no idea what that looks like. And no matter what, think about the fun of this. You can never describe it. You will never, ever, ever be able to understand the perspective of another from this platform of separation. From where you are, though, can you see our perspectives? Can you see what I'm looking at and how, how I'm perceiving something? Yes. These and then you can, are valuable. And then you can look at it through Jim's perspective and see how he's looking at the same thing. And then you, we think we're seeing the same thing, but you can see, obviously, we're seeing something completely different. Most certainly, yes. Excellent. Okay, great. All right. I want to go on to this next one here, which when I read this, it was very helpful. Thoughts are attracted. Thoughts are not created in your brain. Thoughts, like everything else, are vibrational and can be attracted. Your brain is a receiver of thought. Your vibration attracts thoughts based on what you're focused on and where your attention is placed. If you are perceiving yourself as a victim, you'll attract thoughts that resonate with victimhood. When you raise your perspective to entertain the idea that you are, in fact, a creator, you will attract higher vibrational thoughts, ideas, choices, and inspiration. Yes. This is magnificent. This is the beginning of understanding that you are not your thought. You are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Those thoughts are attracted by you. Your brain is simply likened to a radio. There are no announcers inside the radio. There are no football teams. There are no musicians. It is simply tune it to a frequency and hear what you want to hear. That is all that your brain does. Now, this is interesting. This is something we discussed with Christy many weeks ago, and it was this idea that these thoughts are attracted, yet why are they so personal to me? Why would I attract a thought that my daughter, Lily, and her school and my black car and my shoes, these things that are so personal to me, those thoughts could not be out there. And then I attract it. It makes no sense to me. And we explained that these thought forms are there and they resonate at all of the frequencies that are available to you at whatever perspective you reach. This thought form is there and your brain then has the capacity to personalize this thought, to put your name, your city, your home, your preferences, these things on that thought instantly. And it appears that it is your thought. It is not your thought. This is why we suggest that you meditate and learn to slow this down, this Thought coming quickly is impossible to discern that it is not you. It feels like you and it causes this emotion within you. This is connected. You attract this thought and your inner self says, no, no, this is not true. This is not possible. This is not who you are. And you feel awful. When you slow this thought down, you can then begin to observe it. You can observe rather than react. From your human perspective, reaction is what you do. React to everything. React, react. Slow down. Slow the thought down. Observe it. Observe the experience. Observe the thought. Observe the interaction. Do not react. It is not you. It has nothing to do with you. It is simply attracted because of the perspective that you are offering in that moment. If you slow it down and let it go, you can find a different frequency. And when you do, the thought will change. You have this power. After a long time of thinking about this, at first, everyone thinks that their brain is the thought factory. 
But then when you start to meditate and you start to realize that you can have thoughts come in, let them go out, slow them down, um, and then even get into a state where you are attracting higher vibrational thoughts. And over a bit of time, you'll notice that where did all those negative thoughts go to? And my life now is full of high perspective thoughts and more empowering thoughts and more empowering self-talk. So it's, this is one of the keys, I think, to really understanding how this reality works. So you don't have to take ownership of these thoughts that you think are proving to you that you're unworthy or incapable or not good enough or not enough, whatever it is. These thoughts are simply a result of, of your perspective. Most humans are completely unaware that the thoughts they are receiving are that they are receiving. them. They believe they have no control over this, this idea of simply meditating and grabbing this perspective that possibly this is true. Possibly I simply attract these thoughts and I can raise my perspective and attract something different. And just that shift in perspective is enough to feel better. This work that you do raising your perspective is that naturally causes you to attract these more love-based thoughts, just a little, a, a little, and a little. And as you do that, you get more ideas. You are a match to more options, more thoughts of love, more fun, more experiences, just shifting your perspective to the idea that it is possible that you only attract these thoughts. That is all you need to do. And you will prove it to yourself. And it will not just be a possibility. You will understand that your limited perspective will always attract thoughts that are based in fear. Always. As you let go of these limitations, little by little, the ones you hold on yourself and the ones you hold others to, begin to let these go just a little bit. And as you do, you will see that you receive less urges to control what is around you. You will receive ideas to express love, to pour love into a situation, to an interaction. It will happen naturally. There's nothing you need to do other than shift your perspective to the idea that it could be possible. That is all. Great. Does anyone have any questions on thoughts? Yeah, I had a, a question. It's not directly related to thoughts. Um, White Light, I was wondering, when talking about things that happen to you, they actually happen for you. Is there a time when you can't actually get to the end result of knowing exactly why or why it came to you, even though I know it did, and I ex accept that? I can't figure out what the end result is and why it happened for me. Is that is that okay? Or should I be doing more work to try to sort it through? This is something that happened almost uh, about eight months ago. It was a car accident. I know what happened for me. I just don't know why. Jim, you just found out. The answer is in your question. Do you understand this? Um, should I say yes? <laughs> I'll say yes, but I really mean no. We will say this. There is never, 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 never anything that you need to do. There are no exceptions to this. There is no more work you need to do. There are no more phone calls you need to make. There are no more courses you need to take. There is nothing you need to do. If you are wanting to know how something is for you, that is enough. It will be shown to you, but it is unnecessary. The fact that you understand and believe fully that it is for you is all that you want. This is a perspective that is unique. It is rare on this planet. But this car accident was for you to ask this question, to sit here and hear from us that there is nothing you need to do. There is no more work for you to do, Jim. You have 
done it all. You can enjoy everything that comes for you. This question is for everyone else on this call. And the believe us, millions and millions of those behind you that will be wondering the same thing. This is how that was for you. That and many other things that will be revealed to you as you ask, because as you ask, it must be given. Thank you. Did you just let Jim off the hook, but not the rest of us? (laughs) 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 So do we need to stop calling it a car accident and just call it car inevitability or car incident that was always going to happen? Automobile experience. (laughs) Yeah. That would be fine. Great. All right. This next one is the first thing that Joshua ever wrote in the first book of Perception of Reality. The first line actually is, everything is right. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. From a higher perspective, whether that perspective of the non-physical or after a bit of time has gone by, everything is always, always right. The universe, physical reality, and the laws that underline the system are perfect as they are and will always be. Imperfection is an impossibility within this perfect system. How then is one able to perceive imperfection? It is always based on the perspective of the one experiencing anything within the system itself. It's due to judgment. This is a beautiful thing. This sentence that everything is right. And the follow-up to that, there is no wrong in the universe. This is shocking. This is that moment of, this cannot be. This creates excitement. It, It creates rage in many. This is not possible. And it is yet the basis of all. The only thing that allows you from your human perspective to judge anything as good or bad and right and wrong is your belief system, your belief in your limitation, your belief in the limitation of those around you, of the others that are also you. If you had none of these limitations, if you believed none of this, then it would be impossible for you to see imperfection. Your perspective would match that of ours and everything that you see, everything that is created, everything that reflects in front of you would reflect the perfection that you know, would reflect the limitlessness that you know that you are. That is why it would be impossible. Everything is neutral. It is perfect. It is there in neutrality so that from your limited perspectives and your unique perspectives, you can give meaning to it. Neutral is neutral. It has no meaning. It is neutral. It is that so that you can give meaning to it. This earth reality is built on duality. Yes and no, right and wrong, good and bad. It is built on that comparison, label, categorize. Duality is perfect. These experiences, everything there is nothing but energy. It is energy. That is it. The judgment in the moment that you see this energy causes it to appear to you to be a certain way. Because of your judgment of it, it is all happening in the moment. To let go of this limitation, to see yourselves as we see you, even a little bit, that it is possible that you are just love, that you are just light, that there is nothing wrong with you. You are not inadequate. You are not inept. You are not stupid. You are not lazy. 
There is nothing wrong. You are everything because there is no wrong. Just understanding for a moment that that is possible and that everything in front of you is energy. Your perspective on yourself in the instant makes that energy appear to be a certain way because you have a perspective. You have a judgment. It cannot appear in a way that is wrong to you unless you can judge it and you can only judge it if you have a limitation. Can you follow this? We feel that many of you are beginning to follow this trail. This is new for you and it is very challenging concept to understand, but those of you here are ready for this. You will have to contemplate it for a bit. You will have to play in it for a bit, but we are just letting you know that it is even less serious than you thought. It is you. You are generating all of it. Are you still talking about my eyebrows? You have not generated eyebrows, <laughs> as far as we can tell. I'm not generating eyebrows. You have generated an abundance of a lack of eyebrows. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, what would you say to someone who's who's new to this concept, which which we all are to to a certain extent? When they hear this, they will immediately go to the worst possible thing they can think of. And that worst possible thing they can think of tends to have the greatest agreement of those in the same thing. It is pretty hard to bring up this concept, yet this was the first concept Joshua ever brought up. Yes. When you start to say, okay, well, I'm not going to bring up that concept. Let's just start on the easy stuff first. Eventually you get to that concept. And then I think that that gives you a perspective to say, okay, well, you know, it was an experience for those people at that time with that perspective and it led to this and that and the other thing, which did create some improvement over time, that sort of way of looking at it. So it's it, it just really is about zooming out. And I, I say to people, well, look at, the, look at the stars. Would you change any of that? No one would change anything in the solar system. Then you say, okay, well, zoom in. And look at the shape of the continents. Would you change that? And then zoom in and look at the shape of the towns and then zoom in to your face. <laughs> you know, Would you change any of that? And I said, yeah, sure, I'd have more eyebrows. So it's like the more zoomed in you are, the harder it is to say everything is right. And the more we tend to focus on what we perceive could be corrected or improved in some way. And then Joshua comes along and says self-improvement is a myth. So it's really that we are really hyper-focused in the close-upness of our lives. And that could be what's causing it. It is part of it. It is not all of it. We will point out a couple of things here. And one of them, we will say to you that perhaps you could allow those that are beginning to hear this information to be less limited in your eyes to understand that if they are hearing this, they are ready to hear it. No matter how long they have been working in this world or how much they have been buried in the three-dimensional reality. When they hear it, they will hear what they are ready to hear and it will be perfect for them. Now, just the other day, Christy had this very conversation with one on these calls and these courses that she holds quite dear, her friend Rowan. And Rowan brought up the idea of the women in Afghanistan and Iraq who are oppressed and treated unfairly, poorly, inhumanely. And Rowan, with her soft heart, and her very loving way is disturbed by this and she does not want to stand for it. This would seem to be admirable, yes? 
But as they discussed the topic of understanding that this buffet of physical reality is is here for everyone. And these experiences are determined prior to the birth. And as we discussed with the trees, you cannot possibly know the perspective of another. You cannot know their pre-birth intention. And the last part of this is that that one is experiencing that for you because you are one. Now, if you can look at this situation and say, yes, I don't approve of this. I do not like this. You do not have to. You do not have to, to accept that it is perfect, that you are seeing it from your perspective and you can change that perspective and we will help you do that right now. This experience is perfect for those that chose it prior to their birth. This earth is a platform for discovery. The limitlessness of experience, the depth of each experience, the nuance of each one is the beauty and the perfection of it. These women that Roanne was looking at and feeling for, they chose this. While she cannot imagine that she would not stand for this for one moment, she could not live this way. She should not. This is not her choice. This was not the intention of her consciousness prior to her birth. She chose the life she chose. Others looking at her would not be able to tolerate the life she lives. Those looking at others of you could not tolerate the lives of the other. This is the beauty of this. Now, in seeing the perfection of this experience of these women in Afghanistan and expressing gratitude to them for being that aspect of you to experience that for you so that you can gain all of the expansion, all of the knowledge of your limitlessness, all of the understanding of your power through that experience without having to physically go through it yourself. From there, Roanne raises her perspective to such a level that now she can hear inspiration. She can get ideas. That one match, that one vibrational match that could be reaching out to her to say something, to write something, to get involved in something that would bring more love into this, that would shift this situation so that everyone in that area would understand their limitlessness, would understand the sovereignty of each one, the value of each one, the oneness of them all, could come from only Roanne, but she will never hear it as long as she looks at it and says, this is wrong. It is not wrong. It is perfect. Just a much bigger picture. And so if you could imagine that she could accept this as the whole entirety of it all, where she can project herself into their situation and say that she would not stand for it and then realize her appreciation of where she was born and society she lives in, and that they're going through something that is not contained within that geographical area, that there are people nearby, maybe her next door neighbor. And realizing that by seeing it as wrong, you'll never get the inspiration to be of any benefit. But by accepting it as an experience that they chose, she could then get the inspiration, not necessarily to help them in Afghanistan, but maybe a neighbor who's going through something not as intense, but similar in that someone who's just not feeling worthy or feeling inadequate in a relationship or whatever it is. And then have the understanding that from her high perspective, she'll receive the inspiration that could do something or say something for this next door neighbor to be of benefit to them. And then this ripple effect occurs and there would be, you know, this just, 
pouring more love into the collective consciousness that would give everyone little strings that they can pull on when they reach high enough perspectives. So it's just adding to it. Because you could say that there'd be a lot of people who would not want to even entertain the idea that there is no wrong and that people who like us who are starting to follow along with this concept are being ridiculous and that they wouldn't want us to believe in this stuff. For instance, so it's it works both ways. Uh, so it's very interesting. Um, before we go, Christy was talking about something that she was receiving where there are those who are sending, and then the term was those who are descending. We had always believed that everyone is moving from fear to love, and therefore everyone is ascending. Can you explain that concept? We can explain this concept a bit in a way that it will be easy for you from this perspective to understand. It is the choice of the individual consciousness to come forward, to discover who they truly are, to discover who they are as an aspect of God, as an aspect of source. The limitlessness of the ways that this can be experienced is something that you cannot quite grasp from this human perspective. The idea of infinity is something that you learn in school and you understand there is always a greater number and there is always another number and another one, but yet it still does not resonate for you in a way that you can feel it. But let us say this, that the planet is ascending, earth is vibrating at a higher and higher frequency, and understand that as the earth vibrates at a higher frequency, the consciousness of the earth becomes more aware, just as yours does. This is a part of this. The experience of a consciousness to choose to come in and move in a direction, in a timeline that would be a descending order in vibrational frequency is an experience that can be chosen and it is occurring. Those of you who are conscious, awake, and ascending intentionally or unintentionally will not be confronted with this, will not see this in a conscious way. This hologram of experience will not allow for these separate lines of experience to interact in a way. You have understood, have heard, some of you, that there are infinite realities of Earth. This is true. This is a concept that is unnecessary for you to try to understand. You are experiencing yours and your timeline is moving along for you without interruption. But to understand the vast nature of this, of this universe is to acknowledge that there is much more going on here than you know. Christy is beginning to recognize and to have vision of this and to speak with others that are vibrating at a frequency that are physical in nature, but are not earth and obtaining this information through them and others that she is close with that also channel this information. And she is accepting this and you all can do that. But for your purposes on your own individual journey, it is just to understand that without you, the universe would not be complete, but you are but a very small part of what is going on in this infinite world, this infinite number of universes, the infinite number of earth realities that exist. This is fun. This is exciting. This is, again, why it is not serious and why you are 
so worthy that there is nothing you cannot be, do, or have. You are loved. You are honored. You are looked after. You are everything and nothing. You are us. You are our heart. And you are the soul collective. You are everything. And there is so much happening. You may follow it to learn about it, if you wish, if it interests you. If it does not, it will never matter to you. Well, I think I just got it. There are those of us who are moving from fear to love. And as we approach higher and higher perspectives, we're getting closer and closer to love. This is our way of exploring how we are source and how we're one and how we're connected. But there could be another way to do it, which could be come in at the full expression of source and then the next life, less so and less so and less so and sort of doing the opposite of what we're doing. From Ah. our perspective, that's not what we would choose because this is how we're used to doing it. But that perspective is another way to understand how you are. We just think from our duality that ascension is always getting better and getting better and getting better, but we're always perfect anyway. It's just one way to gain more awareness. And since there's balance, if we're all doing it this way, then there needs to be balance in the other way. And now you are thinking. And so that if those two realities collided, it would be a distraction or an interference or an unnecessary obstacle because we would just be going in opposite directions on the same freeway (laughs) and be very confusing. It would literally cause the energy, this light energy that you all agree that this is a tree and this is a chair and that is a street. This hologram, this is but what it is. It would cause that to come apart for all of you. It would not make sense. It could not be. Mm-hmm. It is not the way the system is designed. This is a perfect system, but there is a design to it. There are rules. There are laws that govern it. So would you say that those humans who are living on Earth are now, in this reality, the Earth that is ascending, and we're all ascending, or will some people choose to descend in a different reality? Is our group of human of humanity, all of us ascending, or have some of us been ascending and some have been descending, but because it was muted and a slower vibration, it didn't interfere. And so now those who are ascending are ascending faster, and those who are descending are descending faster, and this is why there'd be two. The latter part of your explanation would be closer to what would be the proverbial truth, although there is none of that. That there is a moment, there has been a moment where the need for the separation of this and the time-space versus space-time is to shift a bit and for realities to move in a way. Those of you choosing the experience you have will never notice this, and it is not important to notice this. This is for those that like to go down this spiritual, metaphysical rabbit hole, and it can be fun, and we will play along, but for those that are not interested, it will never matter. Great. Well, does anyone have any parting questions? We have a little extra time today. Hi, White Light. We are talking earlier, and it kind of spurned a question in me about how we, we've all had this agreement to be here, and we can't create in other people's realities, and everyone is a reflection of us, but also, at the, and we're one. <laughs> <laughs> a lot um the the co-creation part of it is where i feel a little fuzzy so like we've all agreed we're all one we're created 
I can't create in your reality, but we're co-creating together. Can you talk a little bit about the differences in those statements or help me understand the next thing that's just outside of my perception? Of course. The first thing to understand, Melinda, is that you cannot ever create in the reality of another and that what you are seeing outside of you is a reflection of you. Now, the interaction with others, the connection with others is the only thing that you really desire in this reality. The idea of co-creation is for the joy of expressing your love, of sharing ideas, of learning what is possible, of seeing yourself through the eyes of another. This co-creation is but fun. And as two co-create together or three or 10, the experience of each is their own. It will be experienced from the perspective of that one. The other will experience it through their perspective, yet they will perceive that they have experienced the exact same thing. Do you know why? Because it is neutral. There is nothing happening, really. There is nothing there. The fun and the joy is the playing together, the mm-hmm. listening to the perspective, attempting to understand the perspective of the other, attempting to notice which perspective is higher, which idea is better, which coffee shop should we go to, what should we wear, whose perspective is higher. This is the thrill of approaching a collective consciousness while maintaining your individual identity. But you can never create in the experience of another and they cannot create in yours. It is not possible because it is inside you to out here and nothing is out here. You are experiencing one another from each perspective. The joy with which you experience that is everything. That is your power. Okay. Does I'm that starting to get it. To Very good. <laughs> I'm, starting, uh, I'm starting to get it. I, I, I'm, I'm having glimpses. <laughs> that's a really great question because, you know, what you do is you assemble a team of people to create something. And so you're all co-creating in this creation of this in your case, would be a TV commercial or or a TV show or something. And so everyone has their role and everyone's working on the same plan. And mm-hmm. it seems like you're all putting it together and building together. But what you're actually doing is having your individual experiences with your individual judgments and individual joys and sorrows and all that. And that's what you're creating. And it just appears to be this project that you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great question. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was going to ask the same question. Awesome. Yeah. It, it's like the, and it's like the, I can, I can see that the magic is in the entanglement of connection. And that is one of my favorite parts of the reality, but I was like, but how far does it go? But I guess it's just serving as a reflection back to ourselves how far it goes and how far it goes with this perspective and that perspective, which is what you were just saying, white light. Exactly. You used a word there that we would suggest you research a bit, research the word entanglement, Mm -hmm. look at what that means and then look at it again and again, Mm -hmm. and look at the scientific definition of that word. And begin to play with in your mind how that might be a part of your reality. Come back to us and we will discuss that. I can't wait. (laughs) Thank you.
Thanks, White Light, and thanks everyone for being here mm -hmm. and awesome questions. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you mm -hmm. again next week. Yes. Thank you, everyone. We know you, thank and you. we love you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. much. It was amazing. Thank you, Christy. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. It's really interesting to see the White Light's take on these subjects, and there were a lot of great questions there. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and leave a review or a comment. Make sure you like and subscribe and all that wonderful stuff. We are starting another round of basic training and boot camps starting April 10th. Uh, they sell out pretty quickly. So if you're interested in either of those courses, it doesn't matter which one. The basic training is really a prerequisite to the boot camp. It'll get you on the right page, get you in, a, in the right uh, frame of mind and shift your perspective enough so that you'll be ready for the boot camp. Everything we do, though, you once you're enrolled in a course, you can take it over and over again. The basic training, people take that usually twice, but the boot camp is something that you would take two or three or four times. Uh, when you start to do that, it really, really shifts your perspective. So uh, send me an email to garybiley at gmail.com, and I'll send you all the information. Until then, you could take the seven-day course, which is normally $79, but there's a coupon code for $50 off, and that code is 50OFF. So check all that out on the website, which is theteachingsofjoshua.com. And if you want to contact me about one of the courses uh, as we're coming up, also the retreat that's happening May 4th to 8th here in North Carolina, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Thanks for all your support and everything you do to spread the word about this podcast and these teachings. We really appreciate it. And until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.